Every year, thousands of people are told there's no explanation for their health concerns and no way to fix them. They feel frustrated, undermined, and lost. I know, because that was me, before I figured out the actual causes and reclaimed my health. Now, I help others do the same. I'm Ina Toppler, and this is Health Mystery Solved. Hello there, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Health Mystery Solved. Today, we're talking about Hashimoto's, and it's it's a topic that is so near and dear to my heart and one that is so often requested. If you have Hashimoto's, this is definitely for you. However, if you don't have Hashimoto's but have any other autoimmune disease or chronic illness, the concepts that I will discuss here will still be very helpful and supportive to you, so please listen on. What is crucial to understand when it comes to Hashimoto's or any autoimmunity really is that it is an autoimmune disease where the immune system attacks your own thyroid or any other organ. So it's not the thyroid's or the organ's fault that it's being attacked, but rather it's the immune system that got confused and started the attacking. And so in order to support it, we actually have to support the immune system itself so that we can slow down or even stop the attack. Yes, of course, we need to support the thyroid too, and that's important, and it depends on your thyroid type and many other factors, but that immune system support is first and foremost. Now, I do a lot of in-depth trainings about this twofold approach, so if you have not attended one of my trainings, please be sure that you follow me on Instagram. I'm at Ina Toppler on Instagram, and this way you'll be the first to know of the next training on this twofold approach, which is coming up in January. In order to support Hashimoto's, first and foremost, though, we have to address the immune system, and the four things that I'm going to tell you about are ones that tend to really move the needle and make the biggest difference. This way, you're not spinning your wheels or wasting time on things that may or may not work. So number one is immune calming supplements. While, of course, it is helpful to know your own individual biochemistry and balance that with what your body needs specifically, there are a few supplements that pretty much everyone with Hashimoto's and autoimmunity can see results with as they have such balancing effects on the immune system. So this is something that's good for literally anyone and it makes such a big difference. There are three things that I want to tell you about. The first is a supplement called SPM, which stands for Specialized Pro-Resolving Mediators. The one that I use specifically is SPM Supreme from Designs for Health and I'll link everything in the show notes for you. So what this does is it helps to find where there's inflammation and it's going to be different for every person. And then it goes there and works on resolving that inflammation. And the more inflammation that we have, the more upregulated the immune system is going to be. And we don't want that. We want the immune system to be calm. We don't want it to be confused and attacking things it's not supposed to. We want the immune system to go after the viruses, right? Or the infections or things that really aren't good for us versus it being very inflamed 
and being very hypervigilant, sort of like shoot first, ask later, right? So it's attacking our thyroid and our joints and other organs. We don't want that. And the SPM really helps to support that specific inflammation from you. The other one that really, really stands out for people is glutathione. So glutathione is a very, very important antioxidant, so much so that the body actually makes glutathione on its own And we can synthesize glutathione from various amino acids that we consume in our diet. The thing is, when we have a lot of inflammation, when we're exposed to a lot of free radicals, which are things that are damaging to the cells, when we have different toxins, whether that's heavy metals or molds or other environmental toxins, which unfortunately toxins are everywhere, right? We're surrounded by them from our food to our environment, to our water, to cleaning products, personal care products, you know, they're everywhere. So when we have a lot of toxins, Or the other thing that can happen is we could be eating very clean and using very clean products, but our liver could be sluggish and we can have certain genetic variants where certain liver pathways are not detoxing the way that they're supposed to. So that can still lead to a toxic buildup, even if we lead a very clean lifestyle. And so with those things, we actually can become depleted in glutathione. So even though your body's making glutathione and you're trying to synthesize it from the food that you eat, the body's need for glutathione will increase because of the toxins that are either coming in externally or you can't get rid of them, so they're backing up. And that's why glutathione is so, so helpful. Now, glutathione comes in a lot of different forms. There's liquid glutathione, there is powder glutathione, there's capsules uh, with glutathione. What I find is the liquid liposomal tends to work the best. Not only do you feel more of a difference, but it's because it absorbs better. It's really hard for the body to absorb glutathione when it's just in capsule form. My two favorites are ones from Apex and also one from Quicksilver. I will link both in the show notes for you. They're both liquid liposomals. And what you would do with those is you would take the dosage, usually it's one teaspoon, for the apex and four pumps for the glutathione from Quicksilver. And you would hold it under your tongue or somewhere in your mouth between your tongue and your cheek for about 30 seconds. What that does is it helps to absorb it through the mucous membranes in your mouth. And then you can swallow it with a little bit of water and the rest is going to absorb in the GI tract. My third go-to and one that I also see huge differences with is vitamin D. And vitamin D, I know, is not so fun and exciting like some of these others, but it is such, such a staple. However, as much as that it is a staple, it's also often forgotten. And I think it's because we hear about vitamin D so much. And even with just some clients that I see, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know vitamin D is important. And I would ask them, well, are you taking it? They'll say, oh, you know, I forgot. So it's not as fun as exciting, but it is very, very important because vitamin D, just like glutathione and the SPM, has a very calming effect on the immune system. So it helps to support your immune system, but it doesn't stimulate or overstimulate. It just has that balancing effect, which is huge when it comes to Hashimoto's or any autoimmune disease. Now, with vitamin D, dosages are going to vary a little bit based on where your levels are, 
and also where you live. If you have vitamin D levels tested, the lab's range is typically between 30 and 100. And as you could probably tell, that's a very wide range. And so a lot of times if you're 31, no one is going to bat an eyelash and most doctors won't say anything, but really, and especially for autoimmunity, you want to be at least at 50. I aim between about 50 and 70. So if you have your levels and you're not between 50 and 70, then you would want to supplement. And for most people, that is somewhere between 2,000 and 5,000 international units. And I know 5,000 may sound like a lot, but if your levels are in the 20s or even 30s, you would need that much for at least a couple of months to get you up there, especially if you live in the Northern Hemisphere and it's fall or winter. Now, if you live somewhere closer to the equator and you're out in the sun a lot, you may need less. But again, if you are able to test your levels, that would be really helpful so you can know if you're close to that 50 to 70 range. If you don't have levels tested and you live in a Northern Hemisphere, then most people can very safely do 2,000 international units. But again, for a lot of them, they need even more, but I would never want someone to take more than what they need, which is why I say 2,000 as a start. And then if you could test your levels, you could see if you need more and if you need to raise your dose. And then dosages for the other ones, the SPM Supreme, I typically recommend six per day for the first week. So they're little gel caps. They're super easy to swallow. And the reason why you do six a day for the first week week is that it really helps to downregulate that inflammation. And then after that happens in the first week, you can then use a maintenance dose of anywhere between two and three per day. And those can be taken with or without food. It doesn't really matter. And then glutathione, I typically recommend one teaspoon of the Apex brand glutathione and four to six pumps of the Quicksilver glutathione, usually once a day, though if someone has more specific immune issues, they could benefit from even doing it twice a day. And that one typically works better a little bit away from food. So even five to 10 minutes before your meals, or you could do it first thing in the morning, or I personally take it at bedtime about two hours or so after my dinner, and that works really well. And I'm going to detail all of this for you in the show notes so you don't have to take notes as you're listening because I know you might be driving or exercising possibly or doing the dishes or washing your face. I know that's when I listen to most of my podcasts. So if you just scroll down, whether it's on the website, healthmysterysolve.com or right in wherever you're listening to podcasts in the app, you'll see all of the instructions and all of the links there for you. So that was number one. Number two is the immune calming mindset. Yes, your thoughts, your beliefs, your past traumas, and the way that you support your nervous system has a huge role on your immune system. Why? Because your nervous system is tied to your immune system and can directly impact how down or upregulated it may and will be. Now, it's important to remember that our bodies are net positive. And so little things make a difference. So what does this really mean? Well, if you think about, say you cut your finger, you don't really think about your finger healing, right? And as long as you're not sticking your finger into some like bacteria infested dirty water, it's going to heal right? Just with a couple of little things, right? And the skin's going to come together and any of the capillaries that were ruptured are all going to come together and it's going to happen, right? So it's the same thing with the idea of the body being that positive is that 
you know, when things are net neutral, you have to do a lot to skew it in one or the other direction. But when something is net positive, you don't need to do that much. A little bit would go a long way. And so you can also think of it in a way that say there is a large ship in the ocean and it's going, you know, maybe from one continent to the other. If the captain of that ship makes even a small change in a direction, just a two degree shift from the route, that ship is going to end up in a completely different spot, possibly a completely different continent from when it was meant to go. So what does two degrees of shift mean to you? Could it maybe be starting your day with two minutes of breathing? Or maybe ending your day with two minutes of gratitude before you go to bed or thanking the body for holding you up all day. Maybe believing in the infinite wisdom that your body has this amazing gift that it can heal and giving it a chance. Shifting your thoughts ever so slightly. Even something like instead of saying have to, which has this really strong kind of charge to it, to I want to. I would love to, I get to, or I choose to. It all makes such a difference. So I want you to remember that this immune coming mindset is huge and our bodies are not net neutral. They're net positive. So anything that you could do to help calm and lower your nervous system will have a huge effect on your immune system. Now, the third thing is the immune calming diet. So when it comes to diet, this is a question that I probably get most often through this podcast, through some of my social media platforms, and it's, should I go gluten-free? Should I go grain-free? Should I be AIP? What should I eat for Hashimoto's and autoimmunity? Now, of course, it's going to vary a little bit from person to person, and we all have our unique food intolerances and sensitivities. But in my experience, working with thousands of people at this point, I find that gluten and dairy tend to really be the big things that move the needle. Now, again, for some people, they may need to do grain-free or they may need to do low lectin or AIP. And when you start out, sometimes doing a little bit more is helpful and then you expand out. But if you're someone that can't do it all or it feels like too much, I find that gluten and dairy really make a huge difference. I know they do for me and for so many of my clients and students. So if you just start there, you will see changes. Now, if you want to find out if you actually have those specific food sensitivities, there's a few tests out there that can help. I really like looking at genetics, the DQ2 and the DQ8, which could tell you more about gluten if you're genetically not meant to process gluten. And then my other go-to test is the Vibrant America Zoomer test, where they can look at gluten, dairy, but also other things like soy and eggs and nuts and even other grains. And they do this in a very comprehensive way by looking at it from a few different angles. So they look at different immunoglobulins, IgG and IgA, and they also break out the gluten and the dairy into a lot of metabolites of those foods. So they're not testing gluten itself, but they're testing the different metabolites of gluten, like the gliadin and some of the non-gluten proteins too. So you can really see comprehensively if there's something there. So if it's something that you wanted to do, you can always work with your doctor or you can order some of these tests online on your own as well. 
But if you didn't want to do testing, trying gluten and dairy-free, if you haven't already, will make a huge difference for almost anyone and really helps in terms of immune calming. And then number four is immune calming physical activity. So losing weight is usually one of the biggest goals with almost all of my clients and students in my Thyroid Mystery Soft program. Hashimoto's and the hypothyroidism that it often leads to can create a lot of unwanted weight gain and also can make it harder for us to lose weight, which is why people are always trying to find the best new workouts to shed those unwanted pounds. But workouts that are too intense can actually make things worse and upregulate the immune system even more. Now, here's why. When you work out and it's a very intense workout, the body can actually see it as stress. And yes, workouts are good for us, but if it's too much, it's too stressful. And we know that stress brings the immune system into high gear. And if it's too high, then it creates immune system confusion. So things like boot camps or really intense workouts are not usually the best, especially not right away if you're just starting on your journey. And in fact, they can actually make you gain weight because when you do too much, the body sees it as stress. And when you have high stress, your cortisol goes up and that can make you hold on to pounds. So here you are doing all this thinking it's helping, but it could be making it worse. And on top of that, you also want to listen to your body because so often when you're doing too much with a workout and creates stress, it usually will also make you tired especially after the workout and possibly even the next day. And people will often say, yeah, but you know, my trainer told me just push through it. It's okay if you're tired. And in some instances, yes, that could be correct, but typically it's not really the case. If you are tired after your workout and especially the next day, that's a huge sign you did too much. But if you feel energized after your workout, you have more energy, you feel better, then you know that that's the right amount. So I hope that makes sense. And speaking of too much, sometimes things like intermittent fasting can also be too much for Hashimoto's, especially in the beginning. But as you calm your immune system and your nervous system, doing intermittent fasting and more intense workouts will absolutely be okay. So I don't want to sound like you can never do this. It's just that if, as you're working on all of this and getting your body in balance, you want to go slow and not do too much. If you need help supporting and bringing your Hashimoto's or any other autoimmunity into remission, then please, please try these four things that I just mentioned. The supplements can really make a huge difference. And for most people, it's a pretty easy thing to implement into their daily life. And I find that those three supplements that I talked about, the SPM, the glutathione, and the vitamin D, they make a huge difference on thyroid antibodies which is always nice when you see those go down. The other thing is that two degree shift. Small things do make a big difference. And often some of these mindset shifts, just thinking about things in a different way, doing a little bit of breathing, a little bit of meditation, a little bit of visualization, it doesn't cost anything. And that also makes such a big difference. Diet, of course, is huge. But of course, that typically requires a bit more than some of the other things. And so if it's something that's hard for you to do all at once, just start slow with little shifts and you'll see the difference. If you're someone who likes to try things and likes to do trial and error, then the things that I talked about are a great place to start on your own 
or you can work with your doctor on this. Now, if you are someone who wants more support and really, really wants to get to the bottom of all of the different immune triggers and would like to expedite your results, especially if you don't have hours in a day where you can research and try to figure it out and doing the trial and error, which I know takes time and money also, and you want your results faster, easier, with a lot less stress and a lot less overwhelm, then please join me in my Thyroid Mystery Solved program. It's a one-of-a-kind online self-based program where you get a plan that is actually customized to you and your thyroid type. We identify your type, and based on that, we work on the diet, the lifestyle, the nutrients, and the organ support that's specifically for you, and along with all this, you have access to me. So if you have any questions, you can ask me anytime. And the great thing about this is the access to me and all of the customized plans are actually less than just one one one-on-one consultation with me. So really, really a lot of value there. And if you are interested in one-on-one, I do that as well. I don't take on very many people just because we go so in-depth, but I do still have three spots left for my 12-month VIP program. So that includes 12 one-on-one sessions, unlimited Voxa support between your sessions, and a few functional medicine tests, an organic acid test, a stool test, and a hormone test. And this is where we go in depth supporting all of your immune triggers and your thyroid type and looking at it from all angles one-on-one. And if you're interested in that, I will put more information in the show notes of how you can get in touch. And I'm here to be a resource for you. From this podcast to my programs, I'm here to help. And remember, when it comes to your health issues, please, please do not give up. The answers are out there and there is hope. I'm Ina Toppler. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next time on Health Mysteries Solved. All information, content, and material on this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to serve as a substitute for the consultation, diagnosis, and or medical treatment of a qualified physician or healthcare provider.